Hey, 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 how we doing, everybody? Breakfast Donnie Hart here with my guest, big time, Tim Kudges. Tim, say hi. Did you say guest? <laughs> did, did, oh, wait, did I, did, I, did I hear that right? With my co-host. There you go. You're, you're a guest sometimes. You're like a question mark, Tim, because sometimes I don't know what you're going to do. You're a question mark. I'm a wild. You know? I'd like wild card better than question mark. You're a little bit of everything, cuz, you know? A little bit of everything. Might be the Joker in the back. Who knows? You're not a Joker. I didn't say that, but uh, we'd like to say hi to everybody. How you doing? We're coming up on 4th of July weekend here. Big time. Tim, you got anything planned this 4th of July weekend? Um... That's a no. That's a no. That's a no. no fireworks? No, no, no. You can't do fireworks. What do you think about that big time? I don't. What do our guests think about that? You can't, you know, fireworks are shooting off crazy. You got a bunch of dogs. What do you got, like 33 dogs? Tim? Something like that. Tim, Tim got a dog. He, he rescues these dogs. He, we're, we're big in the rescue and stuff. And uh, Tim stuff. and me do a lot of stuff we don't talk about off the air where we're helping and Tim's out there and these animal shelters. And sometimes I think he does too much. He's trying to rescue these dogs who are like so down and out but that's just that's our whole show me and tim are basically rescue dogs who were down and out and uh everybody some people took a chance on us everybody deserves a second chance yeah so so tim. i can't tell him no but tim takes chances on these dogs man i'm telling you he got the one odin and uh you know he took a chance on it <laughs> and it, it's a crazy it bites me when i come over to him it bites me literally the only person that bites so and, I don't... And dogs love me i'm a dog person except animals for, love except me. for odin this dog you know, he rescues dogs. I'm sure some of our fans, we're, we're doing a thing, uh, Reckless Rescues, we wanted to talk about. Uh, we're going to have a pet of the week. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're really big into that, but I'm not too big into some of these pets Tim gets. <laughs> but uh, what can I say? No, like, you know, his, his wonderful girlfriend, Mo, she she loves it. The kids love it. Colin loves it. Uh, who did I meet today? RJ. Yeah. He loved it. Great kids. And, uh, you know, the princess, Isabella. She loves it. She loves it. Tim has all these dogs. You know, I, I go, I'm telling you, Tim got like a new kid and a new dog every time I go around. I don't know where they come from, but he rescues dogs. Do you rescue kids or your kids? I don't know where they come from. They're just, yeah, I mean, and it's awesome. But uh, which one everybody to know we're going to be doing this reckless rescues. We're going to be, uh, you know, taking these pets that kind of like Tim does. We're going to be trying to find them homes. We're not, we're not going to take them all. Maybe. If I can get a big enough so, property. So if you want to donate to my property, go fund me. We're going to be doing cats, too. I'm, I'm not a huge cat guy. You a cat guy, Tim? You can do the cats. So that's fine. I'm not a cat I guy, mean, but... Uh, every animal deserves a second. Everybody deserves a second chance. Well, everybody. That's our whole message on this show, man. Everybody. And we figured these animals. You got these pit bulls and these animals and, and these... What, what, do you, what do you call them things where you take the dogs? The, the rescues pounds, the rescues, or the pounds. Yeah. And uh, my sister got a dog. Pork roll. Pork roll, yeah. Fucking so, fantastic name. So this dog, uh, they found on the streets of Philly. I think it was like Port Richmond, Fishtown area. They they found it. The streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> you know, like I said, I, I, I see myself in these animals. I see myself as that stray who needs a second chance. So she finds, somebody found this dog, a construction worker. And you could tell it, it's uh, nipples. Can I say nipples on air? Toxic yeah. Mike, can I say nipples? Mike. I, I think you just did. But, I, I said nipples. I think but, you did. So but can he say it? I, I mean, he did. He can. What you, you just can't say triple nipple. Can I? Can I? You show, can't say triple nipple. Can I show my nipples on air? I mean, you could show your nipples only if you let Tim milk you. 
My mom's watching. Mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm not milking Donnie on air. <laughs> so anyway, back to pork roll. That's the name. They found this dog, and its nipples were all. You know, they used it. Yeah. They found out to to breed. Right. We didn't know at the time, but we got her this DNA test on the dog, and they found out it was a hundred percent. I think American Bulldog and these puppies go for a couple grand. So these scumbags were using this dog to make puppies. And then when it was done, they got rid of it. Real piece this of shit. This construction worker saw, and he just saw this dog need a, you know. Well, TLC. Yeah, and he, he got it to rescue. And my sister, God bless her heart, found the dog uh, through the rescue. And she brought it in. And the pictures of this dog, it, you know, this dog looked like some, I've been there. Tim's been there. I tell you, you've been broken you know yeah i didn't want to look at myself in the mirror some days you know because you, you can see in your eyes a broken you know a man who or a person or a dog who you know seen a lot of pain any of our viewers who who've been through there you're, you're going through something tough man this dog had that look but now you see the dog tim it's fucking it's reborn looks like me i'm hungry for hope i'm reborn you know <laughs> i was gonna say so it doesn't stop talking either <laughs> <laughs> It's funny too. He got jokes, jokes, jokes. But you know, so Pork Roll kind of inspired this, and we're gonna do the you know reckless rescues. We were gonna call it Big Time Tim rescues, but well, we don't use the Big Time, Dave. It's all reckless. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I won out on that one. I'm about to trademark that shit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, anybody interested, please contact us. We're we're gonna be you know next couple weeks really. Really going full blown in it, connecting with some rescues and all that shit. Until our show's all about second again. Yeah, until it closes mm -hmm. down, Tim. Way to be positive, brother. Glass half empty. Yeah. But you know, our show's all about second chance. It's all about reaching down to that stray dog, that person going through a bad time and bringing them back up, right, Tim? That person that's got nowhere to go, or that dog that has nowhere to go. That's what it's all about. And there's always somewhere to go. There's always somebody out there who can help you. Drop if some, there isn't anybody, we will. Drop some hope bombs. Like. So, yeah, that's our show, man. Hungry and All right, hope. see you guys next week. <laughs> the, uh. Toxic Mike, what do you think about this? Uh, by the way, show title, Hope Bombs. Hope Bombs. So, you know, would you would you rescue a, a cat? you a cat or dog person, Toxic Mike? He seems like a cat person. I, I am 100% neither. I owned a cat one time, and I like I like animals when they're other people's animals. But uh, as far as myself, no. I had one cat, and it pissed on everything. And one thing I learned about cats is if you've got a cat that pisses on things, you never get that smell out of anything. People told me it was the cat from hell, and it really was. And it just it it, it definitely uh, 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 scarred my view on on owning any kind of pet. A dog, maybe. But a cat, not a chance. I hate, I hate freaking cats, Toxic Mike. But just because I hate them, we're going to rescue. I think they are. You know, they are. They got that devilish look to them. I love dogs. But there's, the, a, there's people that are diehard cat people. So it's. Well, Tim's a diehard cat guy. I'm definitely. No. <laughs> Unfortunately not. But there are a lot of people that are diehard cat people. And I think it's the same thing. It's There's dog people. There's cat people. Definitely. Definitely. Sometimes koala bear people. And sometimes there's cat ladies who have like 20. 
when you walk in the house. That's what I always picture you as, Mike. But oh, man, you're you're saying cat, one day cat I'm gonna man. Be, one day I'm gonna be that cat guy. Who's once, just... once you retire with millions and millions of dollars from Toxic Radio, you're just gonna be living with thirty cats. <laughs> Why is Mike still single? He never got married, and he's got like thirty cats, and they're all gonna be named after cereal. We, we could do a whole <laughs> show on adopting ugly cats and or, or dogs and. I'll adopt all- We'll change the show to, you know, hungry for adopting cats. Listen, if you want a dog, don't uh, don't just buy a dog off a breeder or something like that. Go but if you do, call me. I got him. I got mm-hmm. everything he wants for sale. What do we want? Pit bulls. <laughs> Go to the rescue. Ask what the dog that's been there the longest is and give that dog a new lease on life. But Tim, yes. can you go to rescues right now? There's a coronavirus thing going on. Can I walk into a rescue? I don't. I Do I look, work for a rescue? <laughs> Use your fancy internet machine, your handheld, John, and fucking- Google, our rescue's big, open. Big time Timmy rescue. So it was, it was going to be big time rescues, but now he has reckless rescues. Reckless <laughs> rescues, man. I can have so, one segment. No, but you see these animals. They're so grateful when somebody takes them in. And, you know, you, you got these people who, who you see on TV. We live in a world where you see these people who are making millions and they're not grateful we talked about a lot of it on our TV. We talked about scumbag athletes, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of our topics today. These scumbag pro athletes and uh not all of them. We're not No, but there's some and they're just not grateful. And then you see this dog like Pork Roll who who was on the street in Philly. And it's just grateful for her home, nothing else. You don't you show attention to this dog. It's so it's so grateful. It's like you signed this dog to a thirty million dollar a year contract, but the thing is you didn't. I'm not sure if Odin's grateful for her home. I hate Odin, but, uh, you know, I'm going to work out my relationship with Odin, who bit me. He bit you once. It was a nip. It wasn't even a bite. But, you know, it's just cool seeing somebody who's grateful with so little. And I'm talking about, like, real pro athletes. Like, uh, we talked about a lot of these these professional wrestlers who really aren't professional wrestlers. (laughs) That's a whole difference. I'm not talking about the guys who, like, tell you they're a professional wrestler, but they... They don't have a trainer. They they don't wear real gear. Like t-shirts and flip-flops. T-shirts and flip-flops, mm-hmm. no trainer. You know, I, I could say I'm anything. I, you know, I think when I was young, I once told a girl I was an astronaut. You I know, I could say I'm a semi-pro boxer. Yeah, I, I told a girl I, I was a I was an astronaut, Tim. I, I just did. I don't know why. I was young. And and I think she believed me. I don't know. She's like, where did you go? I was like, I went to the University of NASA. Is that a, is that a thing? Do you know it? I- I would have to check, but I doubt it. She's like, well, let's hang out Saturday. I was like, I got to go to the moon Saturday. You know? <laughs> Boom. It, it didn't work now, out. Let's talk it's, about the girl that believed that story. Let's break this down. If you're out there, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, I'm like 20. I'm talking back then. Too. Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. I kind of got that astronaut look, though. I look like I've like walked on the moon or, you know, I'm exotic. Not Joe exotic. <laughs> you fucking exotic. You ever been to the moon, Tim? <laughs> Uh, I took acid one, two, <laughs> Tim like used three to take times. Acid. Oh my god! <laughs> I've been to the moon before. Twenties or twenties, all right. So back on topic, Tim. Back on topic. I know you had was, some important was stuff. Topic. You had some important stuff you wanted to talk about, Tim. Throw this out there, Tim. What am I throwing? You wanted to talk about the MLB baseball. <laughs> Everybody knows, uh. Major League Baseball, they're starting back up with a, what, 60-game season? 60-game. But some players are refusing to play. I think the one guy from the Nationals, I don't like The biggest name, the Zimmerman, Ryan Zimmerman. He used to be on my fantasy baseball team. I'm familiar. You do fantasy baseball, you don't do real baseball. I did it a couple times. Everything's fantasy. 
So he's refusing to play because he basically said uh, it puts his family at risk and uh, they're defending champs, I think, right? Right, and he only gets paid a percentage of his contract from what I remember hearing. I don't know what the official agreement was. Do you think that's the reason he's not playing because he's not getting the money? Nah, because, I mean, money's money. These guys are getting paid paid crazy dollars. Crazy dollars. Do you think they get more more money than you do for running Hungry for Hope? I don't know. That's tough. Well, Mike takes most of our money for for dues and fees and stuff like that. But so, what do you feel about these athletes? Uh, some of them are refusing to play. Listen, if you can pay us up, making a couple million dollars, and you honestly you just feel like you don't want to put your family in jeopardy or whatever, hats off to you. I'll take your place for one million dollars. The one I guy will play, I will play third base for the Nationals. It's out there. All right, think about it. The one guy had a good point though. I don't remember his name, but he, he said uh, he wasn't a white guy. And he said, because everything going on, he was African-American. And he said, because he has kids and everything with, with the, you know, everything going on in this world right now, he felt like he had to be home with, with the protests and the unrest and uh, all that good stuff. Or not good stuff, but, you know, the coronavirus, he felt as a, as a human being, as a dad, he had to be home to his kids to show them. To be there for him because they were scared. I understood that. I respect that big time. Yeah, I mean, it. Everybody's gonna have the reasons. Like, if you're gonna pass up millions of dollars, there's gonna be good reasons to do it. Yeah, but that them poor kids. You know, in like 15 years when they're like seniors in high school. Remember that time when I gave up 20 million dollars so I could stay home and make sure you were safe? Like, that's never ending. Like, come on, Dad. I know. All right, you, you saved me from you know the world rioting. I'm sorry. All right, Dad, you got me there. I take the trash out. It's kind of like the I walk up. I used to walk up both hill. I used to walk uphill both ways type chat you used to have with your grandparents. This time it's my it cost me millions of dollars. My grandparents are dead, Tim. <laughs> I, don't, I don't talk Damn. to dead people. Like uh, you know, what do you mean? <laughs> wow. <laughs> You, you think I go there with a the shovel to go, hey, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Tim, our show, they, we're not the, the paranormal show, Toxic Mike, right? You know, I, I mean, it was a great show on Toxic you Radio. You want to do a crossover. We were just talking. They got a show on Toxic Radio that's coming back. Everybody got to check out. It's called Par- Paradelphia. Paradelphia. They go into that stuff, but we don't do it. I have no idea why Tim's like, we don't talk to the dead on here, brother. Big time Tim Goodges. You know, but what what days is Paradelphia on, Mike? Paradelphia is on uh, every Thursday, eight o'clock. Well, today's not Thursday, and it's not eight o'clock. So <laughs> cut the shit, big time. But if you do want to tune in, to you know, maybe they'll talk to my my grandparents. What do you think of Donnie's show? <laughs> Hurdy showed his tit. <laughs> Hurdy's not my grandson anymore. <laughs> you're dead. Stop. <laughs> He's dead to me. No, you're dead to me. <laughs> Mike, Mike, I'm going to need a towel to dab the sweat off my forehead. Uh, I got you, brother. I got you. I'll give you my special one. It's like a furnace. So so we're here we are talking about dead. Is this where you saw yourself like 10 years ago, big time? <laughs> With reckless Donnie Hart <laughs> talking about dead people. Still in better shape than I saw myself 10 years ago. So I'll take it as a win. You're doing better. You're doing better. But we're going to refocus it. Bring it back in. We're staying on baseball. Tim, you know this is a big day. America's game. This is a big, big day for baseball. You know what day it is, Tim? 
Bobby Benilla. Benilla. It's Bobby Benet. Benilla Day. I didn't have the heart to correct you when you were saying it wrong all day. But so <laughs> I waited for the show. Bobby Benilla Day? Bobby Benilla. So he played for the Mets. Anybody who doesn't know him, he was a baseball player. He wasn't that good. But he was the smartest guy ever. Anybody? You got to hear this story. Back in he was 2000. Pretty good baseball player. The like, Mets were going through. I, I think they got uh, ripped off. Bernie Madoff had something to do with this. Uh, I'm not that smart. I don't really do homework for the show. But I, I know Bernie Madoff. Whatever it was, they owed him like $5 million. I think it was, Tim. They owed this guy $5 million, but they didn't have it. So they say, instead of giving you $5 million today, wait 10 years and we'll give you a, a little over a million. For the next 25 years, we'll give you a million. million, like 1.1. You know, it's going to come out to like $30 million almost. And this guy being the genius he was, he said, hell yeah. Most people, they want the money now because they're not, they don't know how to finance so he said, all right, don't give me any money. And he got done playing around, you know, 2000, 2001. So he waited. What, 10 years, Tim? 10 years. And now he hasn't played baseball in like 20 years. And every July 1st, Bobby Bonilla, he gets $1.1 million. Yeah, it's uh, it's up on the screen. It's $1 million, one. One hundred ninety-three thousand. Yeah. It Jesus comes to like twenty-nine thousand or twenty-nine million. Funny story is before he signed that contract with the Mets, he was offered a contract for over twenty-five million with the Phillies. With the Phillies, man, what the? But you know, he wasn't that good. He never panned out, in my opinion. You know. Oh yeah, they got hit with that ba- that pyramid scheme from Madoff. Yeah, they Bernie Madoff was involved in. I don't know if they thought they want to own the team then, but for whatever reason. This guy until twenty thirty five, yeah, he's Don, gonna get paid. Donnie self Donnie self tans, Danny. So you know, the, a spray tan, spray tan. That's is that Danny Diamond? <laughs> Danny Diamond, get out of here, <laughs> Mike. I, Mike, I need you to calm down. Orange Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> if he starts coming in here with a with a wig and starts talking like the president, I'm out. <laughs> Mike, Mike, don't get us kicked off the air. Yeah, we don't, we don't do politics. But what, what did Danny Diamond think? Danny Diamond, you're a big baseball guy. I heard you were like, you know, the number seven ranked uh, third baseman in Paulsboro back in the day. What do our fans think about this this Jamoke? Well, we're waiting for some answers. can't an- even call him a Jamoke. He's a, a genius. Well, we're waiting for some answers. Fun fact, if you do a parlay on every Philadelphia team, Major Philadelphia team, Phillies, Flyers, Parley's Sixers, Eagles. It's a bet. You do a ten dollar parlay on all those teams winning the championship this year. Pays out one anywhere from eight hundred thousand to one point nine million dollars, depending on where you make. So the bet. you'd be making about as much as Bobby Benilla makes, who hasn't played baseball in twenty years. Say Benilla one more time. It's got you know. I tried to reach out to uh, a Met. Uh, <laughs> I tried to reach out to a, a Met last minute when I realized what day it was. And all the Mets I could reach out to. You know who I reached out to? The only one I had his number. Lenny Dykstra. Mm. Lenny Dykstra. Nails. Yeah, we, we have a relationship. You know, I hung out with him a little. Uh, oh, man. He's a real stand-up individual. Yeah, he's, you know. It's sarcasm. Please note that. I, you know, we met his teammates and, you know. He's going through problems. Everybody goes through problems. Oh, yeah, but he's yeah. just not a good person. No, nah, he had Doc Gooden too, right? You know, he watches the show sometimes, and I'm sorry, Lenny, but uh, you 
you're just not a good person. Yeah, you're be- <laughs> Doc, not you're Doc not Gooden, good-, good guy. He he battles his thing. Bobby Benilla, genius. He gets $1.1 million a year. Nonny Dykstra, no. he like sells baseballs at a flea market for like 50 bucks because he's so, you know. And then he, he has like, I think he has, he rent, at one point I remember reading he had a house where he was just renting out rooms like illegal. Crack house. Yeah. It's not like he's a bad person. He's just a piece of shit. I mean, that's all he is. But thanks for making it to the World Series in 93 there, champ. You know, in the words of Danny Diamond, fuck the Mets. Fuck the Mets. But uh, I don't consider Bobby Vanilla Met. He he's a he's a national hero. This guy, a treasure. He's a treasure. A national treasure. <laughs> the dude hasn't played baseball. They he hasn't played baseball in like twenty years, and he gets one point one million dollars every July first. God, I wish I could get those contracts on. Bobby, if you're listening to the show, we want you on it. You know, <laughs> we Bobby. 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 Anybody out there know Bobby? We had some interesting guests. Bigger than you, Bobby. I'm not going to cut, you know, I'm not going to shoot the shit with you, brother. You wouldn't be the biggest guest we had on here. You'd be the best negotiator. Oh, Wingador, way bigger. But oh, Wingador, if you're listening, he could never, he, he could have did a Bobby Vanilla. Like, he should have made a contract when our good friend El Wingador is on the show. He did the wing ball. Do you think he could have came up with a contract? Because he was their biggest thing. They were bringing like 20,000 people a show. Do you think he could have? Negotiate it like, hey, you give me, you know, like 10 pounds of wings. <laughs> you think he could Bill, that, if you're is listening. Is that your Wingador impression? Bill, if you're listening, he's, he's traveling the world right now to country. Yeah, just please ignore Donnie. Come back on the show. <laughs> you know, I don't think he could have hit. He was the biggest thing in food back then, but I don't think he could have pulled it off. How about our, our guest last uh, two weeks ago? We had Lauren Janae. She's the co-founder of CrossFit. Yeah, something did. I'll never do in my life. And and at the end of the day, Bobby Benilla's brand is going to be richer <laughs> than her. And she founded a billion dollar comp brand. Yeah, Bobby Benilla, who hit like fucking like 190 <laughs> for, for a Mets team that won 30 games, I mean, is going to make more than it's her. Let's not downplay Benilla's career. He was, a, he was an all-star, superstar. Superstar or all-star? It's just one and the same. I'm just telling you, you know. John Dams, Bobby. John, John Dams wants to know what agent he had. We'll we'll get you two in touch, Johnny. Johnny Dams, great man. We talked about him last week. Uh, hell of a professional wrestler, hell of a fighter. But we don't care about you right now, John Dams. We you, you never signed a contract where twenty five years later you're making millions. Until you did that, come back to us, John Dams. Great guy, but are you a great great negotiator? Call Dame and tell him to give you a $5 million deferred contract. Deferred? Is that what they call it when you... It's a, yeah, it's a deferred contract. I don't know if that's a technical name for it. Mike, what about you now? Um, so, sure. So we just want to say happy Bobby Vanilla. Ben- How do you say the name? Uh, Bobby Vanilla. All right, Bobby Vanilla Day. The Bobby Bobby, uh, Bobby Baloney. And the guy, you know, Bobby Genius, I'll call him. <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's the greatest... That smart guy, and that just tells you, use what you have. You know, he he didn't have a great arm, but he had a great mind. Well, didn't Iverson have something like that with his shoe deal? Like, the one good person on his team put all the money away so he would get a residual payment out? I, I think, Tim, but we only talk facts on this show, so we'd have to really study that. Oh, do we only talk facts? Yeah, right. we talk facts. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> we're, we're in the fact business, Tim. Am I right? He, he does have the tan for it. 
Des, you want, you're looking a little crisp. Crisp this show. But you know, I, I was up in the, the Poconos. I went up there for the day on a, I think it was Saturday I was up there. And I went up there. There's some sun up there big time. There's no, some there's sun. there's sun in Poconos. And uh, I tell you, you know, this has nothing to do with, what's his name, Bobby Vanilla? Nothing to do with that. But you know what I saw? I got this video. It's, it's get, making the rounds. I saw a bear. A real life bear. Did you wrestle the bear? Nah, I, I tried to. You know, my buddy, my buddy had an axe. And my, my buddy Bobby, he's like, Donnie, take the axe. So I take the axe. And I tell the bear, hey, bear, let's make this fair. You take the axe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I told him, you see me in a bear fighting, Tim? Help the bear. Did you tell the bear I'd rescue him? I got this video. You can check it out on my Facebook. It's a bear. It comes into my area. Our house up there. My buddy's house. It's the bear's area, but yeah, whatever. It jumps on our table. I'm talking, it's like five feet from me. And uh, it eats my cheese balls. Did he take your picnic basket? Oh, he took my cheese balls. This video is on the Donnie Charles Facebook. Why isn't it on the Hungry for Hope Facebook? It, it will be, Tim. But uh, what does everybody think about these bears going around South Jersey? Like, I haven't seen one in South Jersey, but I saw one up in the Poconos. The bear ate Donnie's balls. What do you think about that, fans? Listeners, Big time, you're going to get us. Friends. We almost got censored the one week. You're going to get us censored again. We got censored with our, what guest? Uh, Lauren, Lauren, CrossFit. Yeah. You believe they tried to shut us down? Well, the fans tried to run down on us. But also, guys, they, the studio line's open, 856-485-6888. Call in and we'll talk about how our show almost got shut down. We can't get into details, but... You know, we had some people contact us. We had, if everybody listened to the show, tune in. It was two weeks ago. We still got it on YouTube. And uh, the Hunger for Hope, episode 10. And they tried to shut us down. We're just like a nobody. We're not a nobody. We, we get a couple couple people listening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I we're, know you know, we're stirring up the podcast community a little because of you big time. But uh, stirring it right. You know, we, we had this. She's a co-founder at CrossFit. That's why we really wanted on it. Her story was awesome. And then we start getting, you know, we're not going to get into details, but people started reaching out to us basically saying, you better not. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a little controversy with the potential. Well, we had Ty on. Her her fiance, who's, her, no, not fiance. Oh. I was invited. C we were invited to, to their wedding. Ones. So we want to thank them. We were invited to her wedding through through Zoom or whatever it is. Everything everything over the internet is Zoom for Donnie, <laughs> so just be patient. We were invited, and uh, they got married, but they were on our show right before they got married. And, you know, he's out on bail. For anybody that listened to the show, he's, uh, he's charged with murder in Florida. Murder he completely denies. He's accused. It, yeah. That was his charge. He's accused of a murder. Innocent till proven guilty. And they were railroading him, they believe. That's what they, they feel. And Lauren, you know, bailed him out. They got him out on $2 million bail on house arrest to Lauren's house in Oregon. And uh, they're living their best life. They're they're such a great couple. You know, they were, they were sweethearts in uh, high school. But they never dated because because of, you know, the, the one was dating another's friend. So 30 mm. years later, they find each other. Lauren's just breaking up with a guy who, you know, like a billionaire. They, yeah. they co-founded CrossFit together. She just co-founded one of the, the most revolutionary things to ever come to the fitness. The most revolutionary thing. Let's cut the shit. Nothing's mm. bigger than CrossFit. You know. 
Hmm. It's one thing that changed, like it or hate it. The only thing that maybe maybe is better is whether it's been boxing and fitness in Bristol, PA. <laughs> we'll it's, get to it's, him, it's, Tim. It's open. And, uh, <laughs> we'll get to him. Let's, let's stay on track, Tim. And now they're getting married. 30 years later, when they met each other, she wasn't worth millions and he wasn't fighting a murder charge. But she believes so, you know, that's real love. She believes in him. So we just want to say uh, happy wedding day. Is that what they call mm, it? Ha- happy marriage day. Happy marriage day. <laughs> and if you didn't hear that, you got to listen. You know, we talk, we talk murder. We talk billion dollar brands. We talk millionaires. That, is that the- That's what they call it. They call it a millionaires co-founder. Million. Okay. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was just a bartender from West Philly who had a freaking dream and a lot of balls and heart and, uh, she went out and got hers, brother. That's what our show's all about. You know, she went through a lot of a lot of dark times and uh she made it through and now she's in love and she's married and that's awesome. Yeah. And you know, mm. we're all about people who keep fighting. You know, like your buddy Tim Witherspoon Jr. <laughs> Tim's open in Bristol, Pennsylvania right now. <laughs> He's wearing a I don't know how much Tim Witherspoon Jr. pays this Jamoke. Hey. But he, he wears a shirt every you know, Jim's uh, Second to none, you know Tim Witherspoon Jr. We had him on the show, and everybody, I think we probably got the most most feedback. Like every, we've had a lot of lot of good guests, but people were just like, yo, a lot of people didn't know about him. They knew about his dad. His dad was a two time heavyweight champion of the world, and they didn't know about Junior, who's a pro boxer, and you know he he has a hell of a name himself. And everybody, like, Jesus Christ, right. they liked him. He comes off very likable dude. He owns a gym in Bristol, PA. And during this time, he was, his gym was closed. Right. It was closed because of COVID. And, you know, he was, you know, shit wasn't easy for him. I know it wasn't. But he was out there helping people, giving back, donating money and stuff. And this kid's, like, seeing his life dream almost fall apart. And he's out there giving, like, the last money he has to people and donating. And Doing I peaceful like protests in Bristol. Yeah, he, he did a peaceful protest, which was awesome. And uh, he did a lot of good stuff. And he's finally open, right? Yeah, right now. Big time boxing there. and fitness is open in Bristol, Pennsylvania. Tell us about you went there. Tell tell us, Tim. Yeah, no, I went there on Talking to the mic, Tim. Don't don't tell me how to live my life. Okay. <laughs> I'll do what I want. I'm an adult, kind of. But what I went there, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday. Or whatever. I texted you that day. My days merged to get Monday. Monday, it was Monday. Definitely Monday. And the place was kind of busy. Like people wanted to get back. They wanted to get back to working out. He was doing all the safety precautions, had social distancing, made sure everybody had their own space, and it was great. It was a he was trying to get me to work out, but we're not we're not there yet. Did you work right. out there? No, well, I did before previously, but nah, not to. Well, Tim Witherspoon, when we had him on the show. He mentioned we're we're starting a wrestling promotion. Things are kind of crazy right now with everything going on. But uh, Tim Witherspoon announced on our show live that he was going to get into the professional wrestling world, you know, with us. We're, we're working on some stuff, though, in the background. We're working on some cool stuff. and uh, We don't want to dig into it too much right now. Oh, John Dams, by the way, actually sent us a message asking if we were allowed to eat cheesesteaks in the studio yet. Do you want to feel that answer? So we're going to go from... T- Tim, we got to stay on topic here. You know, like I talk boxing. <laughs> you can't go from talks to from... 
Toxic Radio Boxing Talk to John Dams talking about cheesesteaks in Toxic Radio. That's not how well, it works. We can't ignore our fans either, or our listeners. Fans, fans seems, eh, I don't like it. It's a cringeworthy But word. Tim, I'm going to I'm gonna go with it, but we can't, you know, we'll talk about this after the show. We'll talk about it after the show, Tim. I can't have this. Uh, so You well, call me a guest or I'll do what I want. What, what does John Dams want to talk about? I like John Dams. That's the only he reason. I'm... for allowed to eat cheesesteaks in the studio yet. So we do the, the Dining with Donnie segment. And, you know, I'm not that. that's a pretty big thing for us. We've been getting a lot of other cool stuff we can't announce until things get back to normal. We have some crazy Everything stuff. Everything has Donnie's name on it, though, so it's fine. <laughs> Dining with Timmy doesn't sound good. Uh, you know, we have some really cool stuff going on with the Dining with Donnie some some it's gonna blow your mind just like uh reckless rescues <laughs> but that this, actually rhymes this actually pandemic has us you know against the ropes but uh john dams good friend good fan uh great professional wrestler amateur boxer we're not allowed to eat in the toxic radio studio toxic mike get get the hell toxic mike we're being restricted like the casinos it's it's un-american we're, especially we're bring toxic mike on up. toxic mike is the owner of toxic radio we're bringing him in live on video he's gonna you know zoom video share join us we're all, in the all studio. that kind of stuff skype zoom video share to the max so um, toxic mike the fans want to know the, yes. the fan asked can we eat in the studio um with the climate of society right now. Are you a politician, with, Toxic with, Mike? Just get it out, brother. With, <laughs> spit it out. With the way that the uh, uh, the world is, I do not think it would be proper to be uh, consuming food at the studio tables. Um, if anybody's ever seen one of the episodes where Donnie eats, he is a very aggressive eater. So, so let me ask you this, since you're being interviewed now. How many cheesesteaks have caused coronavirus? Please answer. Uh, I, I I would have to. We'll uh, wait. I would have to go uh, speak to my advisors on that to see uh, what the word is. But uh, I'm sure that it is at least five. So Toxic Mike, the one reason we want to bring this up is because El Wingendor. Yes. We bring, you know, he's he's like the unofficial, you know, man of this show. He wants to come in here, and he heard you guys talking about you wanted to do a wing challenge. Well, this, is, this is Mike's way of oh, the wing, the wing, the wing challenge. challenge. No, the wing so he wants to make his about. own wings and have yes. you guys in here. Yes. And uh, he has that wing door sauce, and he's doing some cool things. He wanted you guys to have a wing challenge right. in the studio. And he, you know, Tim kind of thinks you made this rule after After, after the challenge that. was laid out, that's when the rule comes up. So I'm not saying that he's afraid, but he's fucking terrified. So. I think We're that waiting. if we make take the proper precautions, abide by the proper rules, regulations, and uh, that are implemented by the studio. You're using a lot of words I don't of, know, brother. <laughs> so you're gonna we gotta follow the guidelines. You're gonna make forth. guidelines and terms to right. favor yourself in this contest. So is what you're saying? What we have to do is we have to we have to make sure that we we uh, take proper cleanliness precautions maybe put some uh some uh, uh, uh coverings down on the tables maybe some coverings over the microphones so maybe eat them with gloves i don't know eat, maybe, maybe put on gloves and a mask um you know we have to make sure put that, it put it let, let me get this straight right here he said put on a mask during a wing eating contest right right so then what you have to do is you have to lift the mask uh uh eat it put the mask back down chew i 
I'm at a loss for words. I can't even. So I'm offended. We're, we're gonna make it happen somehow. Right. We're we're gonna have to go over this. We're gonna have to. Once wait, Mike's you're, done you're being once once Mike's done being scared, we'll make it happen. I got it's this, fine. Tim. I got this. So Mike, you're open to the challenge mm-hmm. with uh, big time Tim Kudges, uh-huh. you know, Wing and Doors Wings. Absolutely. I mean, so even I, if we gotta find a location, we'll do it. But you're right. open to the challenge. Well, uh, well, uh, which challenge are we doing? Wait a second, because we discussed two different kinds of challenges, uh, gentlemen. Either one cupcake. We, we talked about uh, uh, eating the most versus going from mild to the epic hotness, like the the show Hot Ones. I think on we'll YouTube. do two separate ones on two different shows. Uh, Bill, you're listening. El Wingendor, uh, you're open yeah, stop for calling him we'll by do, his government we'll name do on two air. different shows. Uh, uh, one will do who can eat the most in like ten minutes, maybe. I like this one. Or five uh, minutes. We need big bibs uh, that obviously t- say toxic radio Who's on them. Big bibs is that one of Tim's old buddies? <laughs> What's that? Is that the guy who cooks a crack pizza now? Yeah, big. Oh, Biggie, oh, no, oh, Biggie the, Bibbs down on 2nd oh, and Diamond Tim has all these friends You know, we, me and Tim have been around the block So he's bringing these guys But, you know, a lot of the people from Tim's past Their names aren't like, you know, Joseph They're like, you know, Joey killed two guys Hit him with a brick and, you know, now sells crack uh, Murphy <laughs> and, You know, I can't remember their names But you don't want to disrespect the guy You know, especially a guy with a name like Joe killed a guy with a brick two times Murphy <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> You know so yeah, yeah. Like these Johnny guys call the this show. Yeah, Johnny the Grill. I like Johnny the Grill. Johnny the Grill is your friend who used to cook the crack, right? Allegedly, he did some time for it, and now he cooks pizza. He's a good guy. He turned yeah, his pizza. life around. Nah, he's a good guy. He, you know, he got it to what's that called when you cook food? He went to school for it, and and when he was away, I think he went to federal prison. And he went to school for food while he was in federal prison. He came out and I works at that pizza shop or in the cheesesteak shop. And uh, and tune in next week for Burgers with Big Time. He keeps on trying to get on the show, Johnny the Grill, man. I, he's I like him, get on but there. he's like a wild card, you know? He, you called me a wild card. He's like, but you're hungry for hope. You know, I cook food and I used to cook crack. Come on, brother. One, like, thing, oh. next thing, one thing, you'll start talking about Jesus. Next thing you know, I'll be trying to stab the homeless guy. I, know, I really the like the dude. You know, I really like him. But uh, Johnny the Grill, if you're listening, you know. You know, he's a friend of Tim's, and uh, he's a guy who turned his life around. What did he do, like six and a half years in federal prison? I think he got released early, whatever. Well, no, because he got he got out, and then he, he violated parole, and then he had to go yeah, back Yeah, but that was bit. bullshit why he violated. You know. Like, not not wearing a mask in Pennsylvania. You can violate <laughs> over that shit. Yeah, but Johnny the Grill, you're listening, man. Let's work things out. Maybe we, we'll have you on one day. We salute you. You know, we, we love you. You know, anybody who goes from cooking crack to cooking pizza and turn their life around, we, we respect you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but. Making a lot less money. We just started yeah. getting some sponsors and stuff, and we got to be careful, Johnny. Nothing nothing personal. But, uh, you know, we'll have you on the show, Johnny the Grill, if you're listening. Anybody who turned their life around, you want to be on the show? Reach out. Reach out to Tim, though, not me. You I know. mean, the studio lines, 856-485-6888. Yeah, Once again, it. you know somebody with a story, eight, five, a redemption six, story. Four eight five. If Donnie would stop interrupting me, six eight eight eight. And, and now, up next week is tacos with Tim. Tacos with Tim. Wait, I thought it was burgers with Tim. Burgers were big time. First off. Oh. So let, let me recap everything before we got on Johnny the Grill. Before we talked about Johnny the Grill, right? Toxic Mike agreed. To the, the wing challenge? I mean, he kind of did, but then he was kind of like, no, I'm afraid of big time. And I get it. Well, you should do like a contract. You should say, well, we'll do it. I want like I want like a million bucks, but you pay me like 100 every July 1st <laughs> for the contest. 
<laughs> like Bobby Bella. Until I'm until I'm like six hundred and seventy five years old. And uh, you know, you should do it. Maybe if Tim eats one wing every July first, and that will go. You know, he gets twenty five years to do it. You just get twenty five minutes. What do you think about that? Mike, go Toxic ahead. Mike. Mike, go ahead. Write it up. Donnie's a notary public. We'll get this done. All right, let's let's do this. Like <laughs> no. I said, we have to take the proper precautions in this in this climate, in these trying times. Timmy Timmy gets one minute every year for twenty five years. Only one minute to eat as many wings. Oh, I thought you meant with a girl. Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, listen here, big time Tim. Not gonna not gonna touch that topic. <laughs> so. We'll, we'll work it out. We'll 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 give you a Mets type contract, and uh, I think we can work out something pretty good. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, I mean, he yeah. doesn't really deserve anything that good, but we can work something out. Well, what do you mean he doesn't deserve anything? I mean, that he, good? he's just ducking me. He he. All right, so we set the terms from this eating eating contest, right? Everything's done. We're talking about it. Everybody's pumped up. The second we come back in the studio. Nobody can eat in studio. I'm oh, Mike. Up. I run this whole show. Blah, 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 Is that blah. your Mike impression? So yeah. up. you're saying he's backing, you know, down from his word? Because that brings me to a good point. I think he's shook. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Uh, I'm going to let Toxic Mike answer, but before I do, I'm going to get... You, you brought up a hell of a point, big time. I always do. I think Mike's a man of his word, but not everybody is, big time. In this world we live in... All of our listeners, please listen to these words. Say what you mean, mean what you say. If you tell Hungers for Hope, you're going to come on as a guest, <laughs> then come on as a guest. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's brewing. You, you understand what I'm saying big time? <laughs> so I had these people. Well, I think the exact words. And he defended them, too. I defended them. I put my neck out on the line. A lot of friends and viewers. There's not much me. of it, but he put it on the line. Our our good friend and viewer Danny Diamond bashed me. We had a lot of people. I think Lauren was against them. There was people against these people, and I I put my neck out on the line for these guys. I gave my word. They were good people. They said they were patriots. They were doing the right thing, right, Tim? We, we Tim went back and like forth them. about it. I didn't believe in it. You didn't believe in them, Tim. So I said we're I gonna bring them on the no. show, and I'm gonna make you believe, brother. Yeah. So I reached out to Attilus Jim in Belmar. Attilus. I reached out to him. You reached out to him. I said, can you come on the show? He asked him to come on the show. And you know what he said? He's, What'd he say? He said, most likely, probably. We're going to come on the show. When did he come on? So I hit him up. I was like, most likely, probably. You still coming on the show, brother? <laughs> and no response. He left you on red? No response. He ghosted you? Had him up like three more times. No response. I guess he's too busy being the Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't come on the show, so I'm at a tough point. These Attilus Jim is the Jim. Maybe it should be called the Ghost Jim. Who went against <laughs> Governor's orders? Uh, we talked about it a lot. Toxic Mike talked about it. Tim talked about it. I disagreed with it. Tim disagreed. They were Jim who said, "Uh, you know, they were going to open." open in New Jersey regardless of what the governor said. Until the governor put down some fines. And then the governor started arresting people walking out of the gym, which I thought was awesome. You know, that guy walking out of the gym, he just got done doing the bicep lifts, and he comes out, and they arrest him. He's like, yeah, here you go. 
you know, I thought it was pretty cool. I backed these guys. I, a lot of people told me, you know, I wasn't right backing them. I did. No, you know, they said they were putting people at risk, and these guys didn't care. They were jerk-offs and blah, blah, blah. And what, I said, no, they're good people. Would you say maybe I was against it because Big Time Timmy tells it like it is? Big Time Timmy tells it like it is. Hmm. Hmm, think about it. Maybe. But I put my... I put my neck out for these guys, and then they they big time me, Tim. They big time me. He said most likely, probably. I think he said we could do that. What's a most likely probably? I don't know. Mike, Mike, there. do you know what a most likely probably is? Most likely, probably you'll be able to eat cheesesteaks one day in here. Most likely, probably is Tillis Jim ever going to come on the show? Because now <laughs> I want him on the show. You know, if they're out there, we're friends. I want to. I want to know, Frank and. Are you coming on the show? I supported you. I know you're out there. That they opened I, the gym outside I now. I didn't support. Tim didn't support you, nope. but I supported you. And you made me look like a fool. Makes me look like I have a good judge of character. You know, I'm a man of my word. And uh, I said you were going to be on the show, most likely, probably at least. <laughs> and you weren't. So all, all the fans out there... Who were against the Tillis gym. I don't know if I was right. I don't know if I was wrong, but we're going to find out. This is a shout out to a Tillis gym. If you're out there listening, come on the show. We got a lot of questions, most probably. Most probably, we do. And uh, we, we know you're real busy, you know, being Patriots. Are, wait, are they open? No, they, you know what they did? They, they locked the gym. They, they're in a big court battle. So now they took the weights outside. They're in the parking lot. So is that still happening? Yeah, they're it's, out in the parking lot. They took all their weights out into the parking lot. That's most likely somewhat clever. Uh, most likely, probably. And they're out in the parking lot working out. Well, I understand. It's probably why we can't do indoor dining next week like we were supposed to. But, you know, well, we didn't invite them to the studio. I just told them to call in. I didn't say us specifically. I meant the state of New Jersey. Like, these guys own a pretty cool gym and pretty cool uh, health and nutrition store. But we had the co-founder. Of CrossFit, a billion dollar brand. And she was so excited to call in. She brought a friend calling in and she was like, all for it. Plus and you're going to big time me? Plus, it's not as cool as Witherspoon Boxing and Fitness in Bristol, PA. Yeah. Open right now. We had Tim Witherspoon on. Al Wingador, who's a huge fan of your gym. We had Lauren Ooh. today, the co founder of CrossFit. A lot bigger than you guys. Not an investor, a co-founder. A co-founder. That's There's two founders. Kind of like I call my Donnie a co-host, but he calls me a guest. You know, kind of like that, but not really. So I, I just had to get that off my chest big time. And I know you got to get a lot of stuff off your chest. And we give you a segment. I don't have. I do the Dining with Donnie segment, which we bring cheesesteaks in. We go out to these cheesesteak places. I get to eat the best cheesesteaks. Guys, Dining with Donnie's, you know, we're, we're going to come back, uh, according to Mike. Uh, we're out there doing a lot of stuff with it. But I, I don't really get to do my segment. Big Time does his segment. When I, when uh, I get the time. It's Big Time Timmy tells it like it is. And we're going to give him that time. So we're going to talk about a few things today. Hold up, hold up. Wait, all right. Reckless Donnie Hart here on Hungry for Hope. Of course, he has to say right. And we have our only segment because Donnie doesn't have a segment right now because of Toxic Mike. 
So we are bringing you live from the Toxic Radio studio that you can't eat at. Big time, Timmy tells it as it is. Big time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the casinos are now open in both AC and Philadelphia. Or outside of Philadelphia also. I was at Parks on Monday. It's open, ready to go. They're taking your temperature as you're going in. But let's be honest. All right, so in PA, you can drink. You can smoke. AC, they're telling you nothing. You can't do nothing but gamble. You cannot uh, take part in any of your vices, but you can pay them money to lose money. Big Time Timmy feels like that's a... Uh, what's the word for it? I don't know. I don't remember any big words right now. But counterproductive, right? So you can't come down there and enjoy yourself. You can't, you can't smoke your cigarettes on the casino floor. You can't drink your free... Jack and Cokes or Tito's and Vodka or Budweiser's, whatever your kids are drinking nowadays. You can't do that. But you can pay them to do stuff. And you know what? <laughs> Who can I you pay to do stuff to big time? I'm, oh, oh, I'm not on this segment. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. I'm sorry. You can pay the, the Atlantic City corporations and casinos to, you know, lose money. But I feel that's wrong. I feel that's not the right way. That's not the American way to handle things. If you're going to open, you're going to open fully. You're going to open like Parks did. Yeah, you're going to take temperatures. Yeah, you're going to make sure everybody's separated and safe. But if you're going to a casino, you should be allowed to take part in your vices. What do you think, Donnie? Is this reckless Donnie Hart tells it like it is? Listen, I just told it like it is. I'm letting you come in and share your thoughts. Even you, Toxic Mike. All right. So I'm upset about this. So you're upset. Right. It's not right. It's not American. Fourth of July is coming up. You can't even smoke a cigarette in a casino. Now you're like a patriot, like the Till Jim guys. You're a I'm not a patriot. patriot. <laughs> no. I'm saying, if you're going to be open, if Pennsylvania is open to have people smoke cigarettes, say, social distance, whatever you call it, and you can even go to the bar and drink a beer in the Parks Casino, but you can't do that in AC with their inflated hotel prices, everything else going on. You can't go in there and smoke a cigarette. You got to walk out to the boardwalk. You got to stop your gambling, giving them money, and walk out to the boardwalk oh. to smoke your cigarette. That's horse shit. Big time. As you know, uh, I've been called uh, a lot of things, but one of them names. I have a list, actually. Mister... Do you want me to get my notes out? Yeah, go down to number 13 on that. <laughs> Mr. Atlantic City, I think they called me. And a lot of our, our viewers are, you know, degenerates. And they're good people, too. We got a lot of good people. Yeah. And they spent a couple days in Atlantic City. I would love to know what they have to say about all this. But how do I feel about this? This What's his name? Murphy. Governor Murphy. He, you know, he, he opened. I think this uh, coronavirus is pretty, pretty serious big time. Oh, and don't interrupt you. My lovely girlfriend just put on air that PA has banned smoking in uh, the casinos also. I'm about to lose my shit. So... Atlantic City, I'm getting this. I'm, I'm taking this whole big-time Timmy thing in. They're opening the casinos July 2nd, but Borgata, which is a casino, they're refusing. We got a friend, Pete Martin. PDM. Yeah, Petey the Pool Shark. Petey. Petey Pool Sticks. Good we dude, know. good dude. Uh, you know, Petey the Pool Shark, he, with a name like that, obviously he works in Atlantic City. Eight-ball Petey. He's a dealer. He he also works in the casino as a poker dealer. <laughs> eight-ball Petey. <laughs> yeah, eight-ball. 
Eight Ball Peter. We're about to get him indicted. We're just gonna leave his name as Pete. But uh, Pete, Pete told us about Borgata opening. He gave us the inside scoop, right? He said they're opening. You know, they're having all this stuff. But then Borgata backed out. And Petey knew about it right away. Petey knows everything. <laughs> Petey ruffles some feathers. Petey's got his ear to the streets. He does. Pete, if you're out listening, I'm sorry for blowing up your spot. But uh, Brigada's refusing the opening. They say, you you can't drink in our place. You can't eat in our place. We're closed. That's a stand-up That's a stand up individual casino. They're, they're refusing to open because they want their customers to be blackout drunk and gamble. And they're stand-up big time? Are you... You taking stupid pills over there? It's what are you the, talking about? It's the experience. Now get him out of here, Toxic it's the Mike. Experience. Toxic Don't Mike. tell Mike to call the cops Toxic again. Mike. He called the cops like two weeks ago. Toxic Mike, if you're out there, big time Timmy has to go. He got to go. Toxic Mike, I know he's in the studio or outside the studio. Uh, it's I the, just want to give you a message. The that, casino going experience is the experience. Oh, no, they're stand-up people because... Because they'd rather you be blackout drunk gambling. Did I say blackout drunk? I said to be. You're able wrong, to take big bl- time. You're wrong. I'm never wrong. You can never admit when you're wrong. This you're is, wrong. This is the ridiculous. These, accusi- without, these accusations are ridiculous. Why, why do you got to take advantage of me and get me drunk to gamble? If I'm going to a casino, no, I want to be able to do whatever I want. They're scumbags, Tim. Bergata, you're scumbags. You go gamble, Brigada. I will never step foot in Brigada okay. again. Okay, so you can go to the Hard Rock, right? You can bet your last dollar that you have for rent, that you have I for bills. I can do it sober, Tim. But you can do it. You can do it sober. But are you really? If you're a degenerate gambler, you can bet every last dollar that you have. But you can't smoke a cigarette while you're doing it or drink a beer. Well, smoke it's un-American. You're un-American. You're un-American. I, I'll flip this table right now. Big time, Tim. You're wrong on this, man. I, I am not. Anybody want to chime in on the chat? You're you're Please. wrong. Brigada is trying to take advantage of us, the people, of we, the people. They're not making any money. They're staying closed. No, the only reason they want to stay closed is because they're staying closed. Yes, because you're not letting people come in and get drunk and make stupid decisions. That's right. Only... So and the other people are letting degenerate gamblers come in all over the place, but Brigada staying closed, so they're bad. Yeah, but how dare you? Brigada knows they'll make so much money. If Murphy lets people come in and get drunk, stupid, smoking cigarettes, acting a fool, and they won't make any money if he doesn't. They're taking advantage of the people. So you walking around. <laughs> now, you're now I'm not I'm not buying into this bullshit. They are they are American, and that's why I'm American closed. big time, and I stand with the people who don't want to be taken advantage we of. We have a choice to be able to do whatever we want, whether we want to smoke cigarettes, whether we want to drink alcohol, whether we want to eat two cheesesteaks at once. In the studio, it's American thing to do. And it's 4th of July coming up. Happy Independence Day. Big time. We have a lot of choices. But for them choices, you're going to have to tune in next week. This isn't over. 7 p.m. I'm not done here. I will fight for you. Thank you, Jerry. I will fight for all my people. They will not take advantage of us. Mr. Atlantic City, as people call me. I will fight for the American rights, for what we deserve, for what we earned. If you want to smoke a cigarette while playing a goddamn slot machine, that is your right, America. And I will protect you against them big corporate bullies like Brigada. I will see everybody next week, and I will still fight next week. Thank you for tuning in. Big time, you say bye. I don't want nothing to do with you. This is Hungry for Hope, and fuck Donnie.